Once upon a time, there were two warring corporations who resided in the same office building. The Montcurley Ice Cream Corporation occupied the lower 12 floors of the Tibble Towers office complex. The Capital Cracker and Biscuit Company occupied everything from the 15th floor up. The 14th floor was no man's land, dividing these two hostile factions and operated as the building management offices where the building mailroom was situated. The mailroom delivered mail to and from both of these combative companies. On his first day on the job, one particular mail carrier, a temp by the name of Bernie Felger, is intrigued by something he hears behind the stairwell door. My dearest, I have a gherkin here that reminds me of your sweetness. What's going on here? And yet, its tartness reminds me of the bitterness that holds us apart. Okay, all right, I gotta check this out. Ah! 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 Oh! 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 You scared me. What are you doing here? Um, well, lunch, you see, my lunch. I'm eat eating my lunch. In the stairwell. Uh, why not? It's, it's like a picnic. I, I can see that. You've got it all spread out there on the landing. Oh, do you mind getting your foot off of my crepes? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, you squished all the cream out of them. I said I was sorry. Close the door. Okay, so you're having a picnic by yourself in the stairwell. Well, um, I only have a half hour for lunch. I don't have time to go to the park. But you're all alone. Peter? Peter, what's going on? Maybe not. Uh, Who's that? Um, no one. It's just, you know, it's an echo. An echo. Hello up there! No echo. There's no one up there, right? Right! <laughs> See? That wasn't your echo. Are you hiding girls in here? What? No, no, I'm just, you see, wait a second, who are you? I'm the new temp. I work in the mailroom. Oh, thank goodness. It's okay, we're safe. Is it all clear? Yes, honey, he's just a temp. This is his story. The Temp, a double M production. As I'm flitting job to job, I am a man without a face. Such a no-man moving everywhere to try and find my place. Now it seems a temp is all I am, it's all I'll ever be. I will never find myself in line to be an employee. Today's episode, Sweet Sorrow. My name is Peter. I'm Bernie. Uh, do you mind explaining to me what's going on here? It's a sad situation. No, actually, it's awful. No, not awful. It's pathetic. It's a pathetic, tragic tale. It's an overwhelmingly hopeless... I get the picture. It's star-crossed love. Love? You see, that voice you heard, that delicate, tender, sweet, vocal singing, belongs to my true love, Rose. Oh, my love. Your voice is tonic to my heart as well. But you're going to need to talk louder so I can hear you more clearly. We must be discreet, my love. <laughs> Curse this bloody war. Okay, so what's the problem? 
She works for the Capital Cracker and Biscuit Company. Yeah? Well, as you can see, I'm on the 12th floor, which means I work for the Mont Curly Ice Cream Corporation. So? There is a bitter feud between these two companies. They're constantly fighting and trying to destroy each other. Rose and I cannot be seen together or we will be fired. Well, there are worse things than losing your job. They do that too. <laughs> Yikes. Rose and I don't dare openly share our love. That is why we secretly have our lunch in, in the stairwell. Well, someone is bound to hear you. I mean, you're talking really loud and the stairwell amplifies your voices. What did he say? He said someone could hear us. Someone heard us? Yeah, I heard you. I'm new here, Peter. Tell me, why are these two companies, why do they hate each other? The CEOs of each company are brothers. Brothers? Yep. David and Donald Tybalt, the Cain and Abel of the American dessert empire. <laughs> I see. Their father founded Tybalt Foods Incorporated. They specialized in desserts, mainly things like ice cream and pastries. When he died, the company was split in two, and each brother got half. Now they're trying to put each other out of business. With the employees stuck in the middle. Exactly. Well, there, there should be some way to get them to call a truce. Easier said than done. So until that happens, Rose and I are doomed to love from afar. Tell him about the feud. I did. What? I said I did. Yeah, you, you see, that is going to attract attention. <laughs> You're right. Hey, maybe you can help. M me? How, how can I help? You, you work in the mailroom. You can deliver messages back and forth between us. Oh, I don't know. Please. I just... Wait, see, what I... All right. Call me crazy. I'm just a sucker for hopeless love scenarios. Oh, thank you. Um, go up there and deliver this half of a BLT sandwich to her. Then tell my truest love that my heart has a... Double-decker of love for her. <laughs> you really want me to say that? What? Why not? It's, what's wrong with that? It's true. Well, yeah, it may be, but it's kind of cringy. <laughs> Just go into my love and let her know of my devotion to her. Okay, you want to wrap this in something that's kind of drippy. Rose? Yes? You were higher up the stairwell than I thought. <laughs> Hi. I'm Bernie. Hold on. I need to catch my breath. Oh, blessed messenger. Arrest yourself before you deliver my true love's pledge. Here, take this. A token from my true love. Yeah. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> what, what is it? Apart in this napkin. Uh, it's a double decker BLT. Hmm. I guess I can eat it like a salad? Yeah, he said that his double decker love is like this, uh, this salad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you can take this to him and tell him that 
His sweetness is more intoxicating than this carrot cake. I can see where this is going. <laughs> hi. Hi again. Here, take this. Oh, joyous day. Sweets from my sweets. Yeah, she said you were sweeter than that is. <gasps> then, then, then take this crepe of purity, proclaiming the purity of our love. Really? You want me to say that? Certainly. It is the unbridled truth. Yeah, well, do you realize how far up the stairs she is? Ah, distance is meaningless in the matter of love. Oh, I don't know about that. Go unto my lady and render my undying love for her. Now, you are aware that this love thing is making you talk funny, right? The intoxication of love has released the eloquence of my tongue. It's made you a jabber jaws, is what it's done. This is exhilarating. You have given us means by which to freely express our love for one another. Now, go thither. Oh, oh I get it. You send me up with this, she'll send me down with that. You'll send me back up, and she'll send me back down. Up and down. There goes my lunch. Oh, you're awake, sleepyhead. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Oh, how long was I out? Two hours. It's just that I had quite a workout today. What the have you doing? Climbing up and down the stairs, delivering food and sonnets. Huh. Don't they have elevators? It's complicated. See, there's two warring companies occupying the building, and, and a girl from one company is in love with a boy from the other company, and well, they can't express their love openly lest they be attacked by the other employees. Like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, more like the Hatfield and the McCoys. <laughs> They had me climbing up and down the stairs delivering messages to each other. Why are the companies fighting? It's a family issue. The companies are owned by two brothers who hate each other, and, and then they had their employees fighting each other. It's a mess. Sound familiar? Uh, no. Why? When you first met me, my family was fighting all the time. Oh, that's right. I had to figure out a way to get them to stop fighting for your sake. I had no idea what I was getting into when I ran away during school. You did take me by surprise. Because as a child, he found his father leaving a nickel on his pillow. Newton Snickers. Hello? Oh, uh, I didn't know anyone was in here. Oh, it's the AV room. What's that? Audiovisual. Uh, we take projectors and players to the classrooms when the teachers request them, and, and we record programs off the PBS for different classes. Was, is that what that is? Uh, no, no, that's the Secret Adventures of the Tooth Fairy. It's hilarious. I tape it off the radio when I'm on duty here. Oh, well, don't let me bother you. No, 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 it's great stuff. That, that, that's okay. I, I don't feel much like laughing right now. Oh, oh, I see. Well, then, um, here. Oh, oh, no, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll just go somewhere else and where, where I can be alone. Well, that's no fun. W wouldn't you like to be alone with someone? That would kind of defeat the purpose, wouldn't it? Well, you know what they say about cursing the darkness. 
What do they say? Well, it's better to curse the darkness when someone else is around because if there's something in the darkness, there's a 50% chance it'll go after your friend. <laughs> That's funny. I like you. You, you make me laugh. Well, 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 thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so what's your name? Uh, the name's Felger, Bernie Felger. Nice to meet you, Mr. Felger. I am Miss Goslin, Penelope Goslin. So you come from a family of baby geese? What? Goslin, like a baby goose. Honk, honk. Okay, now you're stretching it. I'm sorry, I, I tend to do that. I get carried away whenever I have an audience. Okay, so uh, what brings you here to my hidden fortress? I've got to get away from my family. So, what's wrong with your family? They fight all the time. My brothers were fighting out in the hallway, and I, I just had to get out of there. Well, why didn't you just go to class? Everyone knows they're my brothers, and my classmates all look down on me. I see. That, that's tough. I don't want everyone in school thinking I'm like them. Like brothers, like sister. Something like that. Well, this calls for drastic action. Like what? I don't know. Um, wait, I know. Let's get completely out of here. Completely out of here? Where? Let's take the day off. We're going to the park. The park? Yeah. You can't tell me that that's not better than being here. Well, yeah, it is, but... What about school? Well, one day of hooking never hurt anyone. Or in my case, four days. Or is it five? <laughs> anyway, come on, take my hand. Are you sure? Yeah, come on. I had such a good time at the park that day. It, it was so peaceful and quiet. You smiled quite a bit. And I think you even laughed out loud once or twice. You were funny and kind. And there was so much I learned from you. Really? Like what? That there were originally five Marx Brothers. That Disney didn't start out with Mickey Mouse, but with a rabbit. That the Tooth Fairy's real name was Newton Schnooker. <laughs> and that the Green Hornet's partner, Kato, started out as Japanese, then was changed to Korean and ended up being Filipino. Wow, I hit you with the heavy stuff. And you didn't run off. <laughs> I was having fun for the first time in a really long time. I had a good time, too. Especially around a girl. It's one of my fondest memories. You know, walking you home that day was hard. I, I didn't know if I would see you again. I wasn't thinking about that. I, I was too afraid what would happen when I got home. This is my house. Nice. Penny, where were you? I was at the park. You skipped school? Look, it was my idea. Who are you? The name's... You can't ask my dad. Spike, let him go! No one kidnaps my sister but me. I said let him go! Ow! Oh, thank you. I had to get away from your constant fighting. Hey, there she is. Yeah, this creep ran away with her. No one runs away with my sister but me. 
Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. So, so you're the guardians of this fair maid? Eh, what? You, you watch over her to keep her safe. Yeah, and protect her from creeps like you. Yeah, from creeps. Creeps. Creep, creeps. Did you say creeps? Yeah, yeah we, we said, said it. it. Dude, really? You can do better than that. Eh, say what? I, I, I've gotten a lot of insults in my day, and they were all better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Okay, I've been referred to as pond scum, which stirs up really strong visual image, don't you think? Yeah, and I, I've been compared to a box of rocks, but my favorite has to be stupid as a mule. I mean, let's face it, it's a classic. Well, I still say you're a creep. That's good. That's a good start. But, but let's see where we can take this. Now, what kind of a creep? What's something that's really nasty? Uh, a stinking, a stinking creep. He took my word. <laughs> That's a lot better, don't you think so, Penelope? Bernie, what are you doing? I'm helping these yahoos out. They're, they really need my help. Now, you, what's your name? Uh, oh, uh, Roy. It's okay, it wasn't a trick question. <laughs> now, your brother came up with Stinky. I know, I know you can do better. Yeah, yeah, dead creep. Oh, that's vivid, very vivid. And you probably could do it, too. I mean, look at that arm. Huh? Yeah, your arm, my goodness, it's massive. You work out? Uh, sometimes. Look at this. Hey, hey, you, what, what, what's your name? Spike. And it's the last name you're ever gonna see. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, is your arm as big as Roy's here? See for yourself. Wow. Look at that, will you? You guys could easily kill me. Yeah, we could. And there'll be plenty of time for that. But I wonder, which of you is stronger? It don't matter. Well, I need to know which one I should fear the most. Oh. You ever arm wrestle? Yeah, but that ain't gonna help you. Okay, well, let's go over to the porch railing. Now, assume the position. Ready? Set? Go! <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's awesome, guys. Really, just outstanding. But Roy, Roy, I think I can help you. That's cheating. Now, do it again, and this time, try this. Look over at him and glare. Can you glare? Like this. <laughs> Almost. Now, now, squint your eyes and look mad. Show some teeth. Good, 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 good. Okay, now growl. No, 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 no. Deep from the gut, let out a growl. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> you look stupid. Stupid? Did you say stupid? I suppose you could do better? Yeah, I could. Oh, yeah? Well, <laughs> Look at yourselves. You're hilarious. What? Wait. No, no, seriously. You guys are great. Just like Steve Martin. You're that good. Two wild and crazy guys. Really? really? Okay, try it again. But this time, pull on your ears and stick your tongues out. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh you. Oh, to you too, guys. You, you, you both are just great guys. Really nice to meet you. I'm Bernie, by the way. Um, I'm bringing Penelope home because, well, she needed a friend. And here she is, safe and sound. 
You guys fighting all the time? It really upsets me. Sorry, it's just... We don't mean to be so... Keep those faces, guys. Great stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That was so much fun. They stopped fighting for a whole week. One of them would start and the other one would make the face and they would both bust out laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing diffuses a tense situation like a good belly laugh. You really won them over. I had to do something. I was so scared my legs wouldn't move. (laughs) I couldn't run away. I had to do something fast before they pulverized me. So I, I tried to think of what would Groucho Marx or, or, or Don Rickles do. When I saw you there standing up to my brothers, you know what thought was going through my head? That they're going to kill this kid. <laughs> I thought, this guy reminds me of Bugs Bunny. Well, glad to be of service, Doc. <laughs> you really helped me learn to appreciate my family. Family. That's it. What? What's it? To ease the tensions at work. I need to unite the family. You're going to do that how? The same way I tamed your family. You're going to insult them into laughingly shaking hands and declaring a truce. You don't think I can? I'm skeptical. I'll just lock the two CEOs in a room together with me as I relentlessly dispense wit and humor until they cry uncle. I hope you know what you're doing. Never underestimate the power of chattering teeth, whoopee cushions, and helium gas in the champagne. (laughs) Okay, I've not got much time. Let's get this ball rolling. What's he doing here? The same thing you are, looking for the sweet secret that'll give him dessert dominance. You sent that note to both of us. A little competition makes the pot sweeter, don't you think? Get it? Sweeter? See what I did there? I'm not competing with anyone, especially him. Okay, then. I'll just take this box in my pocket and give it to your brother. No, wait! I, I, I should at least hear you out. Good choice. So, which one of you is Donald... I am. And which one of you is David? That would be me, obviously. I have learned in this business never to assume anything. So, David, you sit at the head of the table on this end. And Donald, you sit at the head of the table on that end. What was that? Booby-trapped chairs. Just a little fun and games for the party that we're having. Yay! Or not. So, so which one of you is the smart one? That would be I am. Me. Good. I'll address this to you then. <laughs> My name is Bernie Felger, and I have a confession. I've been operating out of the mailroom, posing as a temp. You, you dirty! Rotten. You see, I was hired by one of you to spy on the other one. I won't say which one, since I'm sworn to secrecy. You miserable, lousy skunk, you're on your way out. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. My goodness. Did you two actually share a bedroom growing up? We shared a house. That was bad enough. Well, you'll be interested to know that this file contains the report I wrote up. It shows that you both lean toward a relentless, tyrannical leadership model. You say that like it's a bad thing. Neither one of you are followers. You got that right. And because of that, 
there is a big problem. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, and looking, I'm looking right, right at, at him. Okay, as a result of your management style, you have a civil war brewing in this building. You have employees ready to tear each other apart. There's only a war until the other side surrenders. Never! So let it be on your head. Gentlemen, listen to me, okay? This is a very volatile situation, but there is hope. You can turn it around. If I may quote, in the event of a great adversity, you cannot just sit on your duff and hope it'll go away. You have to stand up and nip it in the bud. <laughs> what was nip the, it? But I, nip it. But what, nip the, it. What's with the voice? Yeah. What was that? It, 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 it's a quote from the Andy Griffith Show. Barney Fife, Don, Don Knotts, the ghost of Mr. Chicken, the incredible Mr. Limpet. Oh yeah, I hate that guy. <laughs> His voice just sets my nerves on end. Yeah, don't, don't do that again. Right. Tough room. Dad always said, watch Andy. He's the smart one. True, he did, but Mom loved Barney. She did. She was so sensitive. When I think of all the wounded animals she brought into our house. Now don't you start that. I can't help it. She was the best mom any kid could have. I loved her so much. She was the greatest. She could bandage a knee without making it hurt. <laughs> she would sing us to sleep at night. Mom, we, we miss you. you. <laughs> oh, um, excuse me a moment. Uh, yes. We're ready. Rose and I are here. How, how are things going? Have you got them laughing? <laughs> We've hit kind of a snag. Um, sit tight. I'll, I'll, I'll get you in a few minutes. Okay. All right, fellas, get a grip. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Yo, here's some Kleenex. Blow your noses. Ooh, let the horse race begin. That trumpet fanfare you set off there, I, I thought we were at the horse race, you know. Never mind. <laughs> Let's move this along. Okay, gentlemen, um, I'm willing to give you this report that I have filled out and basically told you everything that's in it, or you can take this box that I have in my pocket. I don't know. I'll take the box. Okay, okay. <laughs> but wait, you can have what's in the box, or you can go with what's behind door number one. There's only one door. That makes the choice easier. I'll stick with the box. No, wait. If I take the box, he'll get the door. I'll take the door. No, the box. No, the door. Then he'll get the box. Okay. All right. Give me the door. The box. The door. The box. The door. The door box. The box door. I don't know. I'll take the door. That's your final answer? It's my final answer. Very good. Gentlemen, I would like you to meet Rose and Peter. Hi. Hello. Peter works for you, David. Why don't you go over and stand by your boss? And Donald, Rose is one of your workers. Go on over to him. I should have taken the box. But you didn't. <laughs> the box is mine. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. Now, these two kids 
are madly in love with each other, but they can't get married. They can't date openly. They can't even tell anyone because word would get back and, and then they would be ostracized and probably fired. So why tell us? Because it's your fault. You are so focused on, on destroying each other that you are ruining the lives of other people, not to mention you're ruining your father's company. Is that so? A few things about my report that I didn't mention were, for both of you, profits are way down, absenteeism is through the roof, and employee turnover is epidemic. The police have noted that violence on your property is higher than in any other company in the state. Yeah, well, fortunes of war. Boys, you are destroying everything your father built here. Yeah, well... What would your mother think about all of this? No, 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 no. Don't go all to pieces. Stay with me here. I think you can salvage this whole thing. Yeah? How? I'm listening. By calling a truce and declaring peace in the building, then merge your two companies back together. Never! Out of the question! Now, boys, don't make me sit you in the corner and hold hands. (laughs) Mom would have done that. She did do that. In celebration of this merger, you will sponsor the wedding of these two lovebirds. In fact, you can publicize it online. My daughter can help you with that. It will be an international online event, and you can make lovebirds the new logo for Tybalt Desserts. I have had to lay some people off. I have had to refinance the house. It sounds like it could work. We'll do it for Mom. Agreed. Excellent. You kids can get married now, and no more picnics in the stairwell. Honey. Darling. What's in the box? (laughs) Oh, um... Chattering teeth. (laughs) Ha ha! You got punked! That reminds me of the time we stole Grandpa's dentures. (laughs) And he went to church and wouldn't open his mouth. And he was supposed to sing in the choir! (laughs) Grandma was furious. Very well, gentlemen. And lady, let's celebrate this new merger with a toast. Champagne, anyone? To new ventures. To us. Yes, us. To mom. To mom. Dad would be proud, I think. What's wrong with your voice? Both your voices. My voice. What's going on? (laughs) Oh, I forgot. I put helium in the champagne. Oh, honey. We're not lovebirds. We're love mice! (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I am so proud of you. You saved the company and all those employees can now stop fighting. And you helped those lovelorn kids get married. Romeo and Juliet could have used you around. Had I been there, it would have been a comedy, not a tragedy. So, are they promoting you out of the mailroom? Kind of. (laughs) They fired me. Why? For putting helium in the champagne. Apparently, you're not allowed to poison the CEOs of any company. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. I'm used to it. I don't get too comfortable anywhere because I know I'm just passing through. I'm not a real person. I'm just a total stranger known more plainly as a temp. Times of great conflicts call for a special kind of diplomat, someone with a cool demeanor 
a passion for justice, and a great sense of humor. Such a combination can only be found in some very select few. And again, we all know Bernie Felger is a very special temp. The Temp was written by Michael Wilhelm, directed by Lauren Nichols, engineered and produced by Scott Kump. In the cast, you heard Michael Wilhelm as Bernie Felger, Lorraine Knox as Penelope Felger, Larry Bauer as the narrator, Zach Littleford as Peter, Abby Fenning as Rose, Tomax Opfell as Roy and David, Vince Rinelli as Spike and Donald. Live sound effects performed by Scott Kump and Lucy Nichols. Music by Scott Kump, theme song performed by Jaden Moore. This has been a Double M production in affiliation with All For One Productions in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yes, I am a total stranger known more plainly as a temp. The temp was recorded before a live audience. This episode of The Temp has been brought to you by... Beck Top, the new aromatic eau de toilette from Aurora Cosmetics, part of their Plongée line of fragrances. The exotic aroma lingers, even after the evening is over. So go to your nearest perfume counter and ask for backed-up toilet water. <laughs> While you're there, ask about the entire line of plunger fragrances from Aurora Cosmetics. The sound clip from The Secret Adventures of the Tooth Fairy starring Dick Orkin was used with the kind permission of Lisa Orkin.